You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, my God. U.S. Women's National Team. What? Are you doing, Vlaco? <laughs> what? what? That is the title of this episode. What are you doing, Vlaco? Okay. <laughs> Come on, bro. I used it right for once. Come on. <laughs> finally, the the, the the board has uh, you know come into use and it, it's completely appropriate. Thank you, Alexis. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans Women's World Cup Daily. My name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis. Please start Ashley Sanchez Guerrero. <laughs> uh, exciting show today. Obviously, we're going to do um, uh, some U.S. Women's National Team recap. We also have uh, an amazing interview with uh, Carlitos Vela of LAFC. All right, that is loud. <laughs> is it? I lowered it. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, so that'll be coming up in uh, in just a bit. But let's uh, let's get right to it. U- uh, U.S. against Netherlands. Uh, just a, a, a wild uh, game. Uh, probably uh, it started off odd in that this is not the lineup we expected. We thought we were going to see some changes. Vlako has it been the lineup we've expected ever? Come on, <laughs> Vlako. What games are you playing with our minds, bro? Remember when all those fireworks were going off in Brooklyn and they said it was the it was the police doing psyops? I, I think that's what <laughs> Vlako's doing, bro. I think Vlako wants to make us really angry. Why? Why do we not have if we have two center backs? Why are they both not starting? Why is Julie Ertz back there? Why is Andy Sullivan still here when I think Julie Ertz could do the same job? Why is Ashley Sanchez not starting? Why is Crystal Dunn so far back? Why are we not scoring? Why is Alex Morgan missing a penalty <laughs> and the rebound? What is happening? A lot of questions. The uh, look, I mean, to, to give Netherlands some credit, I thought Netherlands were very, very good. I mean, why, why, why was Crystal done yeah. not not all the way up? Because. Um, the, because she had to defend it. Uh, who was the, the, the player? Until the second half when she was told she was allowed to go up, and all right, of a right, sudden right. you can do that. The um, Who was the, uh, the the player that she was um, marking? I, I forgot the the, the winger. Um, oh, um, what's her name? Oh, uh, she's good, Brute. too. Uh, Brute. Yes. Um, she, yeah, I had, to, I had to watch her. She was really, really good in this game. The, um, like, I mean, the first, the, the first quick things are just like, the midfield, I mean, you know, it's uh, probably Andy Sullivan um, probably made the, you know, missed the challenge that led to the goal. Um, so that that's kind of that raises the questions of like the is she the right defensive mid uh, to have? There? Here's the thing. She is an incredible defensive midfielder who deserves to be on a World Cup squad for sure. I don't want to take anything away. Andy Sullivan. I think she's an incredible, incredible defensive midfielder. That said, what we would be asking of a defensive midfielder are tasks that I think Julie Ertz can do just fine Yeah. while presenting the national team with a bit more experience and a bit more leadership than I think Andy Sullivan provides. That said, what we are missing is a much more creative midfielder and someone who can shuttle that 
defensive prowess that we have to an attack can when we get possession of the ball can shift us to an attack an attack that no one no one can handle in this competition if we get the gears turning in fifth gear or the wheels turning in fifth gear with trinity rodman alex morgan and sophia smith there is no one on this planet that is it or no one in this competition that could stop that so why don't we have that and i'm not saying andy sullivan isn't good enough to be a defensive midfielder starting in the world cup it's just right now we need someone who can do that and freeze us up to start someone who can be a bit more creative and when rose lavelle came in damn yeah made it damn difference. every i mean also one of the best midfielders in the world yeah, but, but damn but the, the the main issue is um when the u.s is down a goal it's a different game. It's a, it just it's almost a different sport. It's just like the the, the U.S. women's national team are not used to um, being. I was about to say, how do you know? We only know from yesterday since 2011. <laughs> like, no, but we mean? but we've seen it in the in the we've friendlies. We've seen losses. Yeah, we've, we've seen, seen those losses. Lo and and when the U.S. is down, they they just play differently, and then the the opponent also plays differently. The Netherlands were so cautious, so defensive, nobody could figure anything out, and you you just you get it's almost like the frustration of not being able to. To, to implement their ideas is what is like uh, uh, becomes the bigger challenge. But the look and thanks, shout out to Lindsay Aran for essentially saving the day, and obviously Rose Lavelle with the like uh, amazing cr uh, uh, cr uh, corner. Yes, and, and also uh, and also Trinity Raman missed by this much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were there were some. I'm, I'm expecting to see some more out of Trinity Raman. I feel like she's starting to kind of get into it a little bit. Yeah, she's starting to you know grow into the competition but as they the say main, the main the person at fault here is vlaco vlaco not making yo vlaco it's, it's, it's legit insanity it makes no sense and that's the wrong one <laughs> that's what i think when i see vlaco come vlaco coming out it makes no sense japanese let, horror film bro let me get this is the the, the quote from meg linehan because she, uh, she's obviously on, on the ground there in in new zealand she she well, tell her to get up meg, what's she doing? meg linehan of the <laughs> athletic she she says she tweeted this out she said i asked black vlaco about the lack of subs affecting rhythm of the game and he and if he considered lynn williams for the second half response was that he was concerned a substitute could take or minute or two to adjust but williams was top of mind you have 90. <laughs> 90. You, got, you think they, what's wrong if it, um, it takes a minute, 60 seconds to adjust to the game? Is that the end of the world? Why would that be a reason? If she, if Lynn Williams had scored three minutes in, we would have all forgiven that one minute <laughs> of being like, oh, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to look past those other, you know, those 30 seconds she was like, you know, adjusting to the game. It's um, not like we asked him to make that sub in the 89th minute. Well, yeah, if you take a minute to get some, nah, you don't leave us with a lot now. <laughs> uh, I, this is what we're starting to see is a lot of the complaints. And, the, you know, I've gone back and forth, and I think so have you, where a lot of folks who maybe focus on women's soccer primarily or a lot more than we do, and we do a fair amount. I think we do a really good job of balancing it out on, the, on our show, um, and it's certainly with our focus. Someone like a Meg Linehan or people of that ilk who, who focus their attention mainly have said that Flacco leaves something to be desired. Whereas I feel like I've taken the tact of like, yeah, I see that and I've seen it in moments, but we keep winning and we keep advancing yeah. and we keep doing what we need to do. So it's almost like a Gareth Southgate situation where he's done enough to continue in his job, but at the same time, we know what those discrepancies are. Last night was a glaring, glaring knock on the type of coach that Vlaco is. I'm sure he's a great player manager. I'm sure he's a great 
person to person manager. Like I, we've heard, yeah. him, I heard that a lot. But if we're going to continue to talk about how sometimes the lineups he picks or the tactics in, in reference to the aggressiveness of the style and that uh, continue to show up and be a situation where, look, look how angry we are over a draw, by the way, where we got a result <laughs> in the World Cup. But if this continues to happen, it's just going to continue to to build that case that you may you might not be that guy. Yeah, I mean, look, and and when it comes to U.S. Women's National Team, you, the, every manager gets judged on World Cups and World Cups alone. We all know that the bar is winning the whole thing because that that's is the, the bar for the Women's National Team, one hundred percent. That's the job. So you, whether you like it or not, but yeah, but then, it ain't to do well so, is to win. <laughs> so there are, there are only few times in in a U.S. Women's National Team managerial career that we will see someone make a mistake or where there's room to really criticize and really right here it's just like you I, look I, i'm not i don't think alex morgan sophia smith and trini robin played poorly but by the 80th minute you would imagine one of them it might be a little bit tired you have pretty good attacking options up front on that, that you know on the bench use them can't can't even fathom why they would us were dominating that game no reason what what you know to not use any any substitutions um just a poor poor decision i think it's it, i you know I, it, it was a winnable game for sure you're gonna yes. give us you should have taken three points there yeah it, first of all let's not completely give alex morgan a clean slate here you've got to knock in that penalty or the rebound you cannot World Cup, you're right, Alex right, right. Morgan. The, the, the More... penalty in the previous game, yeah, yeah. No, this was uh, what? There was am a... I? Am I? Yes, there was no penalty in the the Why game against I... Netherlands. You're yes, thinking of about course. The other I'm game talking about the Vietnam. previous game. What is wrong? <laughs> First of all, my hours are way off. Okay. <laughs> um, but even um, Trinity Rodman. Trinity Rodman gets a shot at goal. We haven't really seen her really show up. At least not the right. Remember, I was talking about she was going to be the best player on this damn team. Right, right. You know, we haven't seen her show up. For me, you got to knock. I mean, just for that ball to go just wide. Yeah. I was like, come on, dog. It's a bummer. Um, but, uh, but it's, it, but it, those are the margins, right? And look, even the goal was just like, it went under, I think, Julie Ertz's leg or whatever. It was just a, it, it, it's going to happen. I mean, the, uh, you're not going to have a game where there's just simply no mistakes Wait, at Julie all. Ertz, that lifelong center back? <laughs> no, but, you know, the ball doesn't get there. If Julie Ertz is in the midfield, that probably that ball doesn't even reach, uh, you know, uh, getting up front because of the missed challenge from from Andy Sullivan. It was just a a mismanaged game. There's no other way to put it. It's just it, it, you have such good players. You could have just at least some fresh legs. That's really the main thing. Even Ian Wright. Did you see Ian Wright's Twitter? Ian Wright was just like, bro, why aren't you bringing some of the, the, the best players you have on the bench? He understands. He's just like I, some some of the players might just be a little bit tired. And all Ian Wright is English, Dude. man. <laughs> he ain't American. Yo, let Ian Wright coach this team. Bro, <laughs> we might what have if, to, dog. Could you imagine being Ashley Sanchez on this bench? Being like, damn, if only there was an Ashley Sanchez here. <laughs> or even Lynn Williams, too. I, I don't. Lynn Williams should have come in this game. Uh, Lynn just... Williams would have been able to just at least get behind the defenders, yeah. cause some disruption, create some gaps, create some space. 
Come on. All right. So look, we have uh, uh, we have more show. We have a, a, a great interview with with Carlos Vela coming up. We're gonna do a, uh, some more U.S. Women's National Team uh, reaction and analysis on tomorrow's show, along with Nigeria Australia. We have to talk about that. Uh, just our, our schedules are kind of crazy uh, today, so uh, that's why this worked out this way. But we just wanted to give you a heads up. Real quick, before we get to the uh, Carlos Vela interview, we just want to thank Coors Light because they're actually the reason we were able to get. Such an incredible, incredible guest. Yeah, shout out to Coors Light. And we look, we know soccer fans are super passionate, and cheering for your favorite team can get you heated just mm. in time for the League's Cup. Coors Light has partnered with Carlos Vela to upgrade the soccer scarf to literally keep fans chill. Right? Come on. Scarves are typically meant to help you stay warm, but Coors Light is changing the game with the chill fan anxiety scarf complete with a cooling technology plus each scarf has a built-in neck massager and two beer pockets so you can keep your beer on hand for the game go to shop.coorslight.com to check it out for yourself look so we're absolutely thrilled to be joined by uh, carlos vela i mean and this i'm a, i'm already excited about this scarf i mean you think of a scarf the scarves keep you warm but this is a cooling scarf it's in, with summertime here in the States, baby. I need a <laughs> scarf that's going to keep me cool and massage, massage me and hold up here. I mean, <laughs> look out, wifey. You okay. know, you about to be replaced. Okay. Damn, bro. I'm going to have to Photoshop uh, all the all our wedding photos. Get you out of there and put the chill fangs. I scarf in That's the move. Uh, so absolutely thrilled to be joined by Carlos Vela uh, and to chat. Uh, Coors Light, Leaks Cup, and more. Uh, so here it is. Here's uh, our awesome conversation with. Carlos Vela of LAFC. I mean, what an honor! A return. Look to the Cooligans. We could, we can't, we couldn't be apart for too long. This is how. This is how. You know, last year we met him at, at MLS All Star, and I, I guess we had a budding friendship that we had to, you know, reignite. Right, yeah. and you know what? It's only fair. I mean, this gentleman, uh, first of all, one of the most exceptional players, okay, in the league. But also, will not stop texting us. When are we? When am I going to be back on your show? So the day is today, ladies and gentlemen. The star of LAFC, the one, the only, Carlitos Vela, everybody. Carlos, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? How are you guys? We're finally I'm here. Finally back. <laughs> I know you've been missing us. Uh, <laughs> you get my text, right? <laughs> yes, the feeling is mutual. Happy to have you on the show. I, I I just love that people now think we have Carlos Vela's number, which is yeah. really great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do not. There's no way we have to communicate with people who communicate with people who communicate with people who communicate with Carlos. That's several, how it works. <laughs> several layers. It's like Inception, actually. Yeah. Uh, okay, Carlos. Uh, I. I uh, I honored, obviously, to talk to you again. Um, League's Cup is coming up, and this is uh, an exciting time, not only for Major League Soccer, uh, for Liga MX, uh, but also just uh, to have this new tournament. I know you are a person who have, you know, you obviously, uh, uh, you know, Champions League, CONCACAF Champions League, you're obviously used to playing against a lot of uh, Liga MX clubs. Now in this kind of tournament, what's the mindset uh, like? Uh, how do you guys want to showcase yourself for such a big tournament like this? Well, I mean, I think everybody's really excited because it's a new tournament. Nobody knows exactly how it will work. So always you are a little bit concerned about where, where we will play against who. So I think a lot of good things will come for sure. But, you know, when you play a tournament is new, always it's cool to say we are the first team to win that tournament. So I think that is the most excitement we have right now. And of course, we are ready. We are ready to fight. Of course, we are ready to 
to make a good show for the fans and create a good league. I think it's the most important part. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now, I remember when you first came into the league. I'm, I'm a big Arsenal fan, so I remember your time at Arsenal. I remember you at La Liga. You came into this league. I remember there being a moment that was shared uh, with, with all the fans where your coach at the time, Bob Bradley, said, I want you to be the Lionel Messi of LAFC. Well, now Lionel Messi wants to be the Carlos Vela of Inter-Miami, okay? Uh, and the rumor is, the rumor is that this will be his first competition. Well, I know you haven't played in this competition, but just playing against Liga Mackey's clubs, you've been successful in the past doing that CONCACAF Champions League. What advice would you give to Messi about playing against Liga Mackey's clubs? Well, I think that question no has an answer because what I can say to Messi, who can say something to Messi? That's the question. <laughs> like, I think he just have to do what he's doing in the 20 years ago past right. years playing so he's the best player in this sport so for sure he will enjoy to be here he will make a great thing for for Miami for the league but of course we're still the champion so it's the only thing I can say I'm I have more titles than Messi in the MLS and you got to remind him <laughs> I actually think that's good advice for life if you don't know what you're doing if something maybe worries you just think to yourself Hey, be messy. And at the end of the day, I think you'll be okay. I just love the yeah, idea because uh, a lot of time people think of, especially in Argentina, uh, people think of Messi as a God. So it's like almost what advice are you going to give to God? You know what I mean? I'm sure he's all set. <laughs> of course, everybody, everybody knows that. Like he can do whatever he wants and he'll be good. Right. I mean, as far as uh, his impact on, on the league, I mean, you know, um, there, there are a few times in, in American soccer where we have these just absolute meteors of people that can change the, the outlook and the landscape of what the sport even looks like. You know, we had it with, with David Beckham and now having it with, with Messi. What's the what's the locker room conversations like about this guy? Is it is it basically like a rising tide lifts all boats? Like, all right, Messi's coming here. I'm sure all of our wages are going to be going up, right? Because MLS is going to be doing well. <laughs> or is it like, man, I really want to play against this guy and really kind of because I know the world is watching? Well, I mean, I think both. You have, I mean, we have a lot of players in the locker room, so you have a different <laughs> minds. Yeah, yeah. So some part we know, like, Messi coming here will be a big impact for the league, for us, because more people will, will watch MLS, who beat Miami, who beat Messi, who win the champions. So 
of course you win in important in, in the war about MLS, but also like like you say, it's a cool idea to say, oh, every week if you beat Messi, we'll be around the world. So right. that is a little bit extra excitement to to your motivation and, and play good. I mean, in the end, you have to do your best. And you have, if you want to beat Messi, you have to be better team because better player, of course, we cannot. But better team, we can do. What, what advice does Steve Chirundolo give to you about playing in yet another knockout tournament like, uh, you know, League's Cup, especially coming in the middle of the season, which is different. A lot of times when you compete in Champions League, you have to do it at the beginning of the season. It's not easy, even though you've obviously proven uh, your guys can be successful at it. What about coming in the middle of a season like this? I mean, in the end, when you play knockout, you, you can think about the next game. You have to win your game. You have to be 100% about that game. And after that, you can think, to the next if you start to think oh we can rest some guys for the next game it would not pass the round you have to be like i put the best i have right now and then we see tomorrow what happened so in the end you have to leave every single game as a final because it's like that you have to win every single game if you want to be the champion Right. And, you know, obviously last season uh, was incredible for LAFC. I mean, that MLS Cup final is literally one of the greatest games of football I think that we've ever seen as far as being a part of that game. I, I really we haven't got a chance to speak to you about this, but that we talk about this all the time. We talk about anybody who was at the game any whether it was a fan, whether it was a player, I'm like, what was it like for you? But obviously watching that game, I know you were, you were subbed off a lot late in the game, so you obviously had to, to watch it. But what was that experience like in winning an MLS Cup in that fashion? I mean, it was crazy. Like you say, it was crazy game. I, I think I, I touched all the feelings in the same game. <laughs> I was happy, sad, crying, smiling, laughing. So everything in, in three minutes. So it was something like nobody expect, but it's something cool. Like in the end, I always say, when you create a good show for the people, you also enjoy that. So I think that final was amazing. And of course, I say that because we win. But right. <laughs> I don't think the Philadelphia guys think the same like me. But, no. <laughs> but for sure, it's something like everybody remember because everybody enjoy. Of course, when you are in, you feel more more hard all the feelings but i think that day was like crazy for everybody everybody was really happy to pay a ticket to go yeah. and watch that game I, or, I, i'm curious yeah. what what was the like maybe you got a text from somebody that watched the game that were like i can't believe like what was the craziest person that you didn't think would be watching that watch that you're like i can't i can't believe i'm hearing from them i don't know <laughs> honestly when i we win I forget my phone. I don't touch my phone that really day. well. Three days I don't touch their phone. Wow. As in nobody. In the end, my family was there, my wife, my kids, the rest, like, okay, they can wait. Now okay, I have okay. to celebrate. So somewhere there's just... I don't remember. If I take somebody, I don't remember. <laughs> somewhere there's like a really important former player who's like damn man i guess carlos bella don't like me he's not responding <laughs> to my text for sure it was a lot of people saying that right that's right. amazing how does I mean, carlos bella celebrate I was, I was just saying we texted you and you, you responded to us so that was pretty cool yeah Thank yeah you. you did get right back to us which is really cool um, of course I'll how does carlos bella celebrate let's say you win 
the uh, you win the league's cup. How do you celebrate? Honestly, you will surprise because right now this age with wife, kids, you can do the same thing. Like if I win with twenty years, right? right. So now if I tell you, you will say, "What the." boring guy so <laughs> it's better to don't say nothing that you think something special in your head yeah we're like yo he's at the club meanwhile it's just him taking a nap <laughs> sure like i was after dinner i was like oh i'm tired i got to sleep <laughs> are you a nap guy you like naps no i don't i don't i don't like no? it okay no. uh, yeah just all business all day <laughs> just get punch and punch out bro wolf uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, LAFC season this time around. And, uh, you know, it's uh, obviously a bummer given, obviously, the, the you know, El Trafico at the Rose Bowl didn't go the, uh, the, the way you planned. But that was a, a, a remarkable game to have that many fans for an MLS match is like not something we're really used to seeing. Um, but for El Trafico starting to become a um, the marquee kind of matchup that kind of everyone in the United States like sort of needs to watch uh, getting to be a part of that story. How, how's that feeling uh, nowadays, even though some of the, sometimes the results don't go your way. No, I know it was a great, a great game. I think it was way better than I expect because in the end, when you go to different stadium, big stadium, you, you don't know exactly how the fan will respond. But what's coming back, the stadium was full Half of the stadium was white, the other was black. So yeah. a lot of craziness about that game. Of course, the game also was a good game with emotions, goals. In the end, we couldn't draw in the last minute. So it was a really good, a, a really good game. I think a lot of people enjoy enjoy the game. And for sure, it's like a point mark to say, oh, we can make that market bigger and bigger. So yeah, yeah. I think the league is it's getting, like I always say, it's getting better. So when you get better like that and you think, oh, this is too good, how we can do better? And you find a way to do it. It's something like, oh, this is special. So you have to keep working on that. And in the end, like I say, to to create that expectation, you have to make a good game. You have to do a good show for the fans. So yeah. I think it's the most important thing. Every game against Galaxy, we always have a, a lot of goals, emotion, like good goal, good play. So the people is expecting that. So we don't have to lose that to to keep going and keep growing as a as a derby. Yeah, I'm I'm I love the it's on the field, off the field. I mean, we had the Chiellini, Ricky Puj, Payaso thing, and and I'm I love the <laughs> it's a little novella. Something happens. Always something happens. I want to ask about, um, and, and we can make this the last question or if you uh, have one more question, but um, I want to ask the the rivalry, not just between LA Galaxy, but between some of the Liga Mackey's clubs. Recently, we heard Gignac, uh, a legend for Tigres over in Liga Mackey's, uh, say that he thought Me the Mexican League was more proper football, and I'm paraphrasing, but that uh, MLS was more all marketing. Um, did that reach you guys? Does that inspire you guys when you play some of these Liga Mackey's clubs? No, honestly, I respect his opinion. Of course, I don't think the same, but but it's 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 just like other guy talking about his things or how he see the league. But for us, the important thing is like when we play in tournament, do a good job, play good, beat Mexican teams, and of course fight for for titles. In the end, is the most important. When you win something. 
you can prove you are doing well. If you start to lose and semifinal finals is all Mexican team for sure, they will say they are better league. So you have to prove in, in this tournament on every tournament you play against other leagues to show how good you are as a league. I think it's the most important and for sure will be a good test for for both leagues to show where we are. Yeah, I wow. mean, see, I, I, Carlos is a chill guy, like just like Coors Light, super chill. <laughs> the best way this is car is helping me. Yeah, <laughs> it's relaxing you. I wonder if the, just the uh, uh, this is my last question. The, the the banter is there a lot of banter between you and when you play against a Liga MX club? Obviously, being being a Mexican player and obviously uh, an important player in Mexico as well. Uh, do they? I mean, given like Gignac, uh, his comments. Do the, you do you hear the same things on the pitch? Like, oh, you know, uh, you're just playing for MLS. You're not. You're not really playing where you. You know, is it? Is there really a lot of trash talking about even what league you play in when you when you are playing against a Liga MX club? No, honestly, when you are in, of course, you can talk bad things about anybody, but not about the league. It's more about against who you are playing or right. something like. <laughs> You can get him out of the game. I think it's like <laughs> the same thing happened here when you play against other MLS team or when it's a Mexican team. The most important is like when you play there, all the fans are like trying to be against me. Even I'm Mexican, always I'm the target for <laughs> all the fans in Mexico. But it's something, it's part of the game. It's part of uh, what we are doing there. Or when they come here, we, we will do the same. You have to be prepared for that kind of thing. You have to be mentally strong to get up on all that things and just focus in, in, in do your job and your, do what you do best. Amazing. That's good advice, I'll, too. I'll, Thank you so much for, for being on our show, man. Yeah, take care. Best of luck. Uh, best of luck in yeah. uh, Lisbon. Take care. And stop texting me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Carlitos Vela, bro. Let's I mean, go. what an incredible... You can hear the crowd loves it. What an <laughs> incredible interview with an incredible person. Great, great dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I just love how he's like, we're just homies now. It's not even weird for us to be talking to Carlos Vela. How crazy is it that Carlos Vela is like, no, I know these guys. Love these guys. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I'll do an interview with him. <laughs> it's crazy that he knows who we are. Yeah, yeah. The best part about it is that he he was he was so like enamored and happy to be doing the interview. He... he for, completely forgot all the talking points that he was supposed to make oh yeah yeah the reason he did the interview is because we're supposed to talk about that damn scarf <laughs> so, so you love to see it that was great great stuff so uh, again so shout out to uh carlos vela thank you so much uh for joining us uh, a reminder come back tomorrow women's World Cup daily we got a lot more uh to discuss uh u.s women's national team that tremendous nigeria result against australia huge, huge. against the host against the, the co-host <laughs> so uh, uh wild wild stuff so we're going to uh, take a lot of time to talk about it tomorrow. So please, please come back. Make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcast. Shout out to also, we were, we, uh, we were on the Levitard show with Pablo and Amin. Uh, go check that out as well. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and yes, we'll be, again, back tomorrow. Uh, subscribe, 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 subscribe. And let's, let, you, uh, let your friends know about Women's World Cup Daily. We out here every Hit single day. Hit the subscribe button. All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.